Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from sick leave, was able to do the deep dive yesterday. He's here today. We'll try not to put too much pressure on Andy. He's not 100%. But anything here to say to the people, Andy, just to let them know you're okay? If you subscribe, no. Hot start, hot start. Yeah, if you only ingest cough medicine, cold medicine, cough drops, and Gatorades for three days, you will have diarrhea. That is uh, how I'm feeling right now. So I'm feeling better here, but my tummy, I have the bubble guts. Like, Let's oh, clip my, this for the TikTok. Yeah, my stomach is just gurgling constantly. Like, I need some food now. I think I might today might be the day I eat some food. Pho. Pho. I did have pho the other day, actually, for real. Like, I'm like, I need some soup. That's probably the only like, real up. food I've eaten pho, in, like, the last couple days. Just been right? sleeping, waking up, freezing cold, waking up, spoiling hot. Uh, I tested for COVID. That's the first, um, what is it? It is almost 2023. It's the first test I've ever taken. Really? Yeah. I've never tested that? before. I'd, because like when the whole house would get sick, usually I wouldn't. And I'd be like, well, you guys take tests. And that would come up negative. But like, all right, well, I don't have it then. Or one time it was positive. I'm like, I probably have it. I'm not going to waste one. Yeah, I did it myself. I, I took the thing and put it way back in my nose. Oh boy. It ma- I don't it care. It makes me sneeze. But let's let's bet on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's welcome Andy back. Football let's game that. last night, by the way. Horrible um, until the end, I guess. I was good out first with quarter, um, good last drive. Everything in between. We had a nice little uh Bettsburg Chicago crew um watch party, uh Christmas party, whatever you want to call it, at the, at a bar around here, and we were watching I together. And Andy, you live in Minnesota. Um, five, five quick hours. To just express how irritating our boss Reed is, he decided right before the punt uh, and the pin Baker down at the two to hop on the Rams live money line at plus 540. Um, so that hit. Um, not only did that hit my my minus ten and or my my, my minus nine and a half live bet, which was going well all game, did not hit. And then Reed hits a plus 540 money line winner on Baker Mayfield going 98 yards. Nice and easy. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, I bet the second half, uh, 10 hours before the game started. I heard, yeah. Nailed that one. That turned out well. We, I mean, that was actually like a real angle. That, we, that wasn't just serendipity. But I did uh, I did bet some Rams live in the first half. I had some plus 11. I passed out when it was like 16 to 3. And woke up to a nice surprise. Honestly, I was my glass out, right? Is it? Am I looking at the wrong score? What happened here? They hadn't it moved worked. the ball all game. So good job to the Rams. If you had Rams plus six, our friend Dogma was on that. So a little worried about that line for most of the game. Who was the first touchdown score? Uh, Somebody not on my list. Yeah, it would have been Jacob. someone it from was, the It was Raiders. Jacobs. Yeah, it was just from the, oh, line, was the, one, one, run from the one yard line. Oh, man, I didn't even check my fantasy lineups for this week. I always forget to do that on Thursdays. I would not have taken Josh Jacobs out of my lineup. Like, that's not like, oh, I was resting him last week. So I'm sure, I, I'm sure I got the points for him. Although, God, didn't he have like 99 yards? Last night? Yeah, we have a bonus for over 100. That's annoying. All right. All right. What's uh what's up first? Should we do uh, the NBA? Yeah, let's get into it. Friday night, a little basketball. I mean, 
we've got you got to do something tonight. No football tonight, as far as I'm aware. But a bunch of basketball, some unders and underdogs for me. Go start with the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, plus eight and a half. This Orlando Magic team looks like it's down to eight. I would play honestly anything seven or better. Had this game closer to five myself. Um, Magic have been solid at home. Much better this season when they actually have guards. Um, we're dealing with a cluster injury to Jalen Suggs. Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz for basically the first month or so of the season. They have Cole Anthony and Fultz back. Uh, Suggs is still missing. No Wendell Carter Jr. But overall, this Magic team is playing solid basketball. And they play a Raptors team that has been awful on the road this year. Just three and nine straight up on the road for the Toronto Raptors this year. Um, for some reason, really not comfortable south of the border. And, you know, my numbers like this, it looks like a good situation. Can't see any sort of rest or maybe look ahead angles, you know, for the Magic. Obviously, as a bad team, they're trying to win every single night. But love this Magic plus eight and a half tonight again would play this anything seven or higher looks like there's still some eights out there wizards and pacers under 220 i'm sorry 233 um seeing a 234 here some money coming in on the over no bradley beal for the wizards generally means you see a much slower pace um the wizards really grind out those games get more possessions running through porzingis which is slower more possessions running through kuzma which is a little bit slower so i think we'll see a lower pace here now indiana to their name has played at a pretty quick pace especially with tyrese halliburton back this year but um, doesn't look like Miles Turner is going to play. He's been a real positive for them on both ends of the floor. Um, just looks like it should be a very slow game to me. Had this um, in the high 220s as opposed to, again, we're looking at the mid-230s right now. So anything 232 or higher, I would go under in that game. Pistons, team total under. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, just going to keep betting this until they adjust it down. I'm not sure why this number isn't closer to 105. Um, 104 and a half is what I started off with when I looked at my numbers this morning. No Kate Cunningham. No points for this Pistons team. It is a really short bench. You know, Jaden Ivey's been fun. It's good to see Marvin Bagley Jr. playing basketball, but they really struggle to put up points, and I see no reason to expect them to score tonight against a Memphis Grizzlies team that has really started to lock down defensively. Um, no Desmond Bain. Obviously not as good for the Grizzlies, but they've really slowed these games down, done a good job of holding lesser opponents to fewer and fewer points. So Pistons team total over 108.5, and again, we'll probably just keep playing this until they put up a 105 or even a 106 or something. I don't know. Pelicans, like the Pelicans tonight as underdogs against the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul um, did play the other night for the Phoenix Suns. Wonder if maybe they hold him out tonight, but whether he is in or not, the Pelicans look like one of the best, if not the best team in the Western Conference. Yes, no Brandon Ingram tonight, but as long as they've had um, two of the three of Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and CJ McCollum, they continue to be great night in and night out. I think this is a good matchup for them. There's not really anybody on this Phoenix Suns team that is going to stop them in terms of the um, scoring at the basket, which is what Zion likes to do. I think he'll have a big game tonight against DeAndre Ayton. Ayton is a solid offensive player, but again, just from a matchup perspective, really like the Pelicans. My numbers had the Pelicans' favorite, so New Orleans plus anything on the money line looks good to me. So Magic plus 8.5, Wizards Pacers under 233, Pistons team total under 108.5, and the Pelicans plus 110 tonight in the association. Just waiting for Brazil to do something here. This is annoying. Croatia just going to park the bus for like the third game in a row or something. Yeah. Uh, what time did that game start? Ten o'clock. Like forever ago. Uh, nine years are you time. in Michigan? Oh no, 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 no. I'm in Chicago. Okay, then nine o'clock. Oh, I, I right. Dan is pointing out there are uh, nil nil as oh. is common in a lot of these soccer matches. Although Brazil, I'm sure, has a pretty high xG. They've put. They've put a bunch of shots on goal. They have 10 minutes to find one. The draw is live. Um, all right. Hockey me. I can't I, hockey. I was, I was 
I was telling Matt this. Um, I did bet. I did bet some hockey this week, but it was KHL because uh, the Kelly Hockey League. The Kelly Hockey sure. League. Sure. Yeah, I talked. I talked Kelly into giving me a play earlier in the week. He's like, fine, because I helped him redesign a map of the the teams. The KHL is a mess. So the KHL is the Russian Hockey League, but there was a Chinese team. Uh, they let Finnish, anybody in. A Finnish team, an Estonian team, maybe. Maybe a Czech team, but a couple it's of the Eastern European going to China. Yeah, a couple. Oh, yeah, because a lot of the it's not like there's a bunch of teams out in Siberia. They're all you know up around the Urals. So yeah, I think the, a couple of the Eastern European teams just quit the league because like we're not playing with you guys. If you're going to be invading the Ukraine, like we're out. We're done with your league there, uh, Putin. So it's a bit of a weird league, but I've had fun and. I, now I just want to bet normal American hockey on a normal size sheet ice. There was a piece, I think it was in the Players Tribune. Ryan Whitney was a former, uh, the barstool guy, nobody's former hockey player forever, played like his last like year of hockey in the KHL, and he did like yeah. a Players Tribune piece on it. It's a couple of years ago now. It was just fascinating how different and how just kind of janky playing over there was. Um, but we do have a few hockey games tonight. I know. I know Noops had some unders. I got a couple overs just because it's Friday night and who wants to watch hockey and root for goaltending. Um, we're going to take the Penguins Sabres over seven. That's a high total, but they're giving us some value here. Um, the Sabres games uh, feature a lot of goals. Um, in their last eight, seven of the eight games have hit eight or more. In their last five games, all five have been nine goals or seen nine or more goals scored. Their last game, they beat Columbus nine to four. And Andy, do you know who Tage Thompson is? I was just going to ask you if it's Tag or Tage. I mean, believe he it's scored Tage. like five. He had five goals against Columbus the other night. Um, so that the Sabres score a lot of goals. They're averaging right on the dot four goals a game this year. They're also allowing 3.7. So when you watch Sabres games, there's some fireworks and they're playing the Penguins tonight who, um, also like to score a lot of goals and allow a lot of goals. They're allowing over three a game. They're scoring just over three and a half. They've scored 14 goals combined in their last three games. Actually playing really good hockey too after a slow start. Um, so we're going to take the over seven at some plus money here, root for some fireworks because I think we're going to see some fireworks tonight. The, the way these two teams have been playing suggests that we will. Um, and then we're going to go with the Jets team total over three and a half against the Blackhawks at plus 126. Andy, you still owe me a Hawks game, by the way. Um, was debating going back and forth, taking the Jets team total over three and a half or the Blackhawks team total under two and a half, which was like plus 108 or something like that. I just went with the higher value. Uh, the Blackhawks have been shut out in, in each of their last two games. So they haven't scored in two games. Um, thinking I actually might take both of these, to be honest with you. Uh, the Jets have scored five goals in four of their last five games. They're scoring a lot this season. They're averaging uh, just under 3.4 goals a game. The Hawks are allowing close to 3.6. And these two teams just played a couple uh, a couple games ago, and the Jets absolutely throttled them. I think it was like 7-2 or 7-3 to three or something like that. So we're going to take the Jets team total over there. It's in plus money. We're going to take a plus money uh, over seven in Penguin Sabres, and I like these a lot. I could take that. I like hockey. All, yeah, take hockey. some overs on a Friday night. What else are we going to do? I'm just parlaying them. I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, I need to get some soccer money back because it doesn't look like Brazil's going to win. I was half right. Well, they're not going to win or not going to win in regulation? Not going to win in regulation. Gotcha. Well, gotcha. Who, know, who knows? I don't know. They they so They're going to have to play a pretty – it's going to be a pretty wide open extra time and – 
They took out Vinicius Jr. They took out Rafinha. They took out Richarlison. I don't know how to say some of these names all that well, but I, th- I, think I don't know. They're, they're, they're a deep team. I think they're they're deep team. Things should be fine. Honestly, I think they find one in the next five minutes here. I have full faith in my uh, Brazilian friends here. Otherwise, uh, the afternoon match, I didn't quite know what to make of this. The total is a little lower, 2.25. What is the antithesis of goals? It is, of course, corner kicks. Mm -hmm. That is the defense. And both of these teams have been involved in a couple of matches. I think it was Argentina-Poland, maybe, where uh, I think Argentina has two separate matches where they have had nine corners themselves. I do think you see a bit of a cagier match here. They both have very good strikers, but these teams have, I don't know, just from what I've watched, they've gotten back quickly and defended the ball well. That's why they're here in the quarterfinals. They've played some good teams. Well, I mean, the Netherlands hasn't, but they've gotten through to this point by beating teams that they should and defending well. So I do believe in the over eight and a half corners, and I've yet to lose a corners bet in this uh, World Cup in fact, uh, I've had some easy ones. I had an over four and a half in the first half. It was like seven or eight. It was just, just embarrassingly easy. So I think this one's a, I think this is a lock stock and put it in the, put it in your pocket, buy your kids some Merry Christmas with this one. Is that a one o'clock start for that game? Honestly, I don't know. 2 p.m. Eastern. I don't even know. Okay. It's at one o'clock for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, so you're a what, trooper right now. I, th- I think I'm going to take that bet. I, I, like I don't. That. I don't like. I'm starting to feel good, but honestly, I think that just I have so much, so much Dayquil in me. <laughs> Essentially, that stuff's it's like half meth, right? Sure. Probably. Like, that's what you make meth out of. No, right? you can Dayquil. just turn it into meth. Okay. Well, it, it works <laughs> if you don't eat anything and you just hammer Dayquil. That vitamin D. Eat something, Andy. Gets, let's let's get you. Well, I'm going to have some lunch. I know. Let's I got some Culver's. I gotta go take the kids shopping for the wife's birthday. Kids gotta get them presents. What's that leave us with? Tennis? Tennis. How are we still playing tennis in the middle of winter? Amazing. Games? Is, We're always playing tennis. We're it's just a miracle. Tennis. What what is the surface and is it indoor or outdoor? I'm not caught indoor up. hard courts in France. Is it Angers? It is still Angers. I thought it was They're Angers still... and I was told I was wrong. That's probably it's Angers. Angers. It's French. It's French. It's French. This match. We'll start nice and early tomorrow morning. Um, Friedsome, Kalanina should be a really competitive match. Um, these numbers have moved a bit since this line opened up this morning. So poke around, see if you can still get this. First set over nine and a half games. I'm looking at minus 120 right now. Would play this at minus 15 or better. So see if you have that there. Again, expect this to be a very competitive match. The total um, opened up around 21 is cl- closer to 22 right now. So Pretty quick adjustment by the market this morning. But poker around, I think you'll still be able to find an over nine and a half games at minus 15 or so. Again, everything points to a 6-4, 7-5, 7-6 kind of set here for both of these women. Have served well all week, especially being indoors. It's much easier to do that. And then over two and a half sets. Happy to play this anytime I can find it. Honestly, plus 150 or better. Um, I think this number's moved a little bit. There's still some plus 155s, plus 160s out there. Either of those numbers are fine. Again, I think we'll have a pretty competitive match here. But instead of trying to bet, you know, that total of 21 and a half, 22, which looks pretty solid to me, both of these look like much better angles. I think it's going to be hard, honestly, to hit that 22 if they don't go three sets or without that first set going over nine and a half. So like both of these angles, see some value in it. I'd like to see, again, a little confirmation from the market when we've got a total of 22. Um 
you know, it's try to figure out those valuations again. It always kind of shows you how things are going. So again, uh, first set over nine and a half games would play that at minus one fifteen or better. Over two and a half sets would play that at plus one fifty five or better. Should be early tomorrow morning. Sure. Oh, Tage. All right, we betting uh it, doing the American thing and betting the under again. We are gonna bet. I, that's what I, I just told Dan to throw up the graphic here for Army Navy because I didn't really have like a hardcore concrete pick, but going through the series score and and all that, like I know this is a low total. And Dan and I talked about this yesterday on the college football show. Like the books are on to us. Everybody knows that you're gonna bet the unders in military games, but like it's still hitting. They keep lowering these and they still keep kind of cruising. Like army and air forces game was 13 to seven Navy and air force, I believe went way under way under as well. I think four of the last five of these uh, army Navy games have gone under 32 and a half. My only worry is the weather is supposed to be pretty nice in Philly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, not nice for December, but it's like, you know, mid thirties, low forties and sunny. There's not going to be really any, any precipitation, but like, I don't know. It's, it's American to bet the under an army Navy. It's our, you know, defense departments going at it and we're going to take them to play good defense that's what they do that's what the army and the navy do they're going to run the ball a million times the clock's going to run really really fast and we're going to take the under 32 and a half so anyone who watches the old uh, deep dive football podcast knows i like a good teaser and we all say don't don't tease totals don't tease this is a total worth teasing yeah i said well don't don't tease college football either because of the high variance nature of the game that the you know, we say a football, an NFL football game lands on three 18% of the time. Lands on seven quite a bit as well. I don't have the updated numbers on that, but that's why the three is so important. Um, that's why teasing through the three, the seven is super important. And having a lower total brings in less variance. So uh, that's why some of the higher totaled NFL games, even though they're on a, a long teaser spot, aren't the best. Uh, our friend from the internet, plus EV Analytics, the uh, what is he, an actuary from Canada, has pointed out. He's like, he's like, I know you're not supposed to bet college football teasers, but he's like, Army is in a Wong zone with a total of 32 plus. So you get plus two and a half an Army. He's like, and then Kentucky is also plus two and a oh, half, yeah. and that total is 31. He's like. How how is this minus EV? How can this possibly not be at least a decent bet at minus one ten? And I I didn't have an answer. I couldn't I couldn't say don't do it. Don't you know you shouldn't? Like honestly, with totals that low, uh, it's there's probably a diminishing return on betting favorites down with a low mm-hmm. total from like eight to two or seven and a half to one and a half. But truthfully, I I think that's a good teaser and I placed it. So I have a Kentucky plus eight and a half. Army plus eight and a half teasers. I so like that. Honestly, I would, I would think about yeah. doing the same thing with both of those unders and tease the that under what to thirty eight and a half and Kentucky to thirty seven. The Kentucky yeah, thirty seven half. Would that be right? We call it the call it the Iron Cross. When you uh, when you bet the uh, the side the total both ways, you go Army plus eight and a half, uh, Navy Navy plus four. And when it lands, when a game lands where any which way you would have teased, it lands. Um, on all four ways would have won. We call it the old iron cross, which is a way to lose a lot of money in craps. Dan makes a good point. Dan makes a good point here too. Kentucky's quarterback opted out and he sucks, but their backups are bad too. I think that's half the reason. Yeah. I looked into that game a little. I think that's half the reason the total is so low. Obviously it was low before they knew Will Ellis. Well, the, uh, the other half is the fact that they're playing Iowa. It's also funny that like 
even so with Will Levis before he opted out, the total was like around 32, 33 and a half. Like he's, he's not very good. He's still, for whatever reason, like the number three overall prospect in the NFL draft this year, but he stinks. I know. I've seen people bet him to go first overall. It's like, uh, I, Matt, I don't, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan must be one of them. He's right there. He's a big fan. I don't, I don't get the hype, but that's, that's neither here nor there. That's I'm not time. good at evaluating college quarterbacks. I was a big Sam Rosen, Sam Rosen, Sam Rosen. I, I like guy. Sam Rosen too. Yeah. The not chosen Rosen. I will say guys, uh, next is that his guy, name? Josh Rosen. Yeah. Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. Sam Rosen is a, uh, is a broadcaster. That's a whole different person. Anyway, next week we have a uh, lay down again. Next week, by the way, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on the show Friday. We have a 10:30 a.m. kickoff for the Bahamas Bowl to kick off bowl season. Oh, so God, come scary. ready for that. We're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna end the show with a with a live bet for the people there. We're gonna do a deep like dive that. style and have a have an end of the show live bet. We'll be 20 minutes into the game. UAB will probably be up 14 nothing by then. We'll we'll have something fun. I like the idea of live betting the Bahama Bowl. The Bahama, yeah. I love bowl season too. The Bahamas yeah, Bowl is, I was telling Dan, it's my favorite bowl. I love it. Yeah. Ex- expect lots of college football over the next couple of weeks as bowl season is upon us. Check out the Blogger and Bowl. Check out the Blogger check Bowl. Check us out. We're gonna, we had a show yesterday. We're going to have uh, probably one show a week now going forward for the rest of bowl season Fuck and then some stuff still. to wrap it up. What happened? I just. I mean, no one scored in regulation. Oh, sorry, Andy. Should just bet the under. God, I got cute with it. Oh. What's your What's your unit total at for the World Cup here? Because I know it was Euro. You literally uh, ended up exactly even, right? Yeah, or was it the down. women's Euro? No, the women's Euro. I made like twelve units. What was <laughs> like the one? Every... Was it Was it the men's Euro where you were dead even? Yeah. After. Well, I was down three units going into the finals, so I bet three units on like Italy to raise the trophy at plus one hundred and five, okay. and. And so I ended up like plus one point one five. There you go. No big deal. This one I'm gonna need to do some good for flipping coins. Yeah. No, the the women's one, I was just seeing it. I mean, like seeing the board. I love it. Things were coming to me. Things were coming. Oh, and also didn't hurt that I I had the champions as my only future, and that came through. That does help. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. All right. Hit the thumbs up. Have a great weekend, guys. Let's go. Corner I'm gonna go kick. celebrate. Thank you to our sponsor, Dayquil. Yeah, I'm gonna go celebrate my wife's birthday tonight. Happy and birthday, Andy's wife! By getting a tree, we're gonna get a tree. And since the kids don't watch the show, also getting a puppy. I thought you were supposed got to be a. Puppy. I know it. No, it's supposed to be a Christmas puppy, but the fuckers are growing too fast. They're like, you got to come pick one out and get it. Oh, okay. So, I, Merry I Christmas. Just, I might just wrap it and be like, hey, you get to open one present early this year. You're and going it's a to goddamn wrap. puppy. You're going it's to making a lot of noise. I, I have a big box. We have a big box. And then you pull the top off. And oh, my fucking God, there's a puppy in there. Poke some holes in there, Andy. It needs to breathe. It's not going to like, it's, I mean, it's not like hermetically sealed. This is, yeah, this is not a Tupperware container. We're putting this Help box. us out here, Dan. All right. Hit the. <laughs> I like Noob's calling for help on that. I had to pull the curtain before we got too much of the animal abuse.